My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. It's interesting how, as we have grown over the years and the topics have changed dramatically, you know, sometimes I go back and, um, you know, listen to some of the cassette tapes from the very, very, very beginning. And I have to tell you, it's uh, the format has changed a lot. The topics have changed. The focus has changed. Um, there's been a lot of different things that have come about. And, and I think that the reason that they have is because of the fact that, you know, this industry was so very young when I first started into it and we didn't have the research or the technology or the studies or, you know, they hadn't really developed the idea of this industry. So the, the wonderful thing today is that if you are lucky enough to just start getting healthy today, you have such a better chance of being able to be so successful because things were, I, I just say, were very, very primitive back then and you know we didn't have the luxury of blended formulas we didn't have you know things that were pre-made for us we had to do all the work all the research all the education and the things on our own and we, we didn't have the availability of having all the knowledge and everything else that goes with it so we have definitely you know done a lot uh, and been able to be around a lot of the changes and I think that that's a good thing here on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, we talk with some of the best minds, the, the best guests, the educators, formulators, company founders that are in the natural products industry. And not just in the industry, but also what they are doing is either themselves or who they're working with or the companies that they're associated with have truly become some of the best in the industry because not only do they you know, work to uh, bring out great quality products that are put together correctly, but they also make sure that they are they are there for the number number one priority, which is being there for the consumer. And those are the companies that I love to work with. Every day we talk about relevant topics and things that are important, and that's really what we should be doing. Um, stay healthy, health food store. That's where I send you next. Stay healthy is your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. They are they are so good at what they do and they just make it so incredible yesterday i got a letter from someone you know who had moved to town and had tried a couple stores and you know she comes from a place way on the east coast where it's a small little town and they have a place there it's kind of like a stay healthy and she goes the people are so knowledgeable and so educated and you know so on top of their game and she goes i just couldn't find that and somehow somebody gave her my number so i sent her to stay healthy and i got an, a note and a call yesterday 
because uh, I gave her my number. She called me. She said, I want to thank you. She said, um, she goes, they were so incredible to work with. And she goes, it was even better than what I was used to. And that's what information is all about because it takes away the confusion and takes away the, the craziness that's out there and helps to make it more understandable. And that's what they do at Stay Healthy Health Food Store every single day. Stay healthy. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right near Smith's. You can call them at 877-2494-877-2494. You can schedule mail order services. You can schedule curbside service. They can prepare your order and have it ready for you to just come in and pick it up. They've got in-store hours available as well. There are so many great things that they bring to the table. It's a full-service, fully-packed store with the most knowledgeable staff and the best customer service and the best thing is you get to get questions answered you get dialogue and conversation and you're choosing from the companies that bring the best of the best products in every department that's it and that's a lot and they do it every single day and like i said they're in their fourth decade so they have been doing it every day for a very, very long time. Don't forget to check out their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can print a coupon to use in the store, enter your email address for future newsletters, listen to any of the radio show broadcast, and remember, visit the store Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5. They're closed on Sunday. Well, today we're going to be talking with Neil Levin, and we are definitely going to be talking about um, wonderful things that come from the Now Foods Company. Neil's been a regular guest on here. He is definitely an industry insider. Um, he is part of a lot of the major things going on in our industry all the time. So when new information comes out, you know, it's always great that we get Neil here to bring us up to date on industry and all that kind of stuff. little background, if you have not had the distinct pleasure, Neil Levin is the nutrition education manager and product formulator to the natural products manufacturer, now Foods. Neil is a board-certified clinical nutritionist who has a diplomat in advanced nutritional laboratory assessment. He's a professional member of the International American Associations of Clinical Nutritionists, serves on the Scientific Council of the Clinical Nutrition Certification Board. Neil is the director, program chair, and past president of the American Nutrition Association and serves on the Public Relations Committee of the American Herbal Products Association. You can find his comments and articles. They're published in magazines magazines, and newspapers. Uh, he contributes to scientific journals, has been featured in countless radio interviews and television news reports. He posts his articles on his blog, honestnutrition.com, and at nowfoods.com. He tweets as Neil E. Levin, and on Facebook, uh, I definitely recommend uh, to follow him on Honest Nutrition. Um, definitely some great information, and he brings so much information. So if you're an information junkie, if you like to nerd out on great information and find out about things and, you know, all the information that you want, definitely want to make sure you're following Neil. Help me introduce my guest. Hey, Neil, how are you? Hello. Hey, now I'm following you. <laughs> how are you? I'm fine. I'm uh, been good. In between vaccinations now and, you know, things are looking better, I think, for the country and the world. So that's a good sign, I think. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of vaccinations in general, but uh, the COVID ones are some actually some of the cleaner ones. They don't use aluminum or mercury uh, as uh, excipients, adjuvants, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I'm I'm a lot less uh, reluctant to take this vaccine than many vaccines. 
you know, I'm I'm somewhat skeptical. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but you know, I I don't think they typically screen these well enough, uh, and they don't want to admit they're they're not perfect, so they don't fine-tune them after they're out on the market and figure out who should use them or or not and why. Right. You know, I think there's a uh, you know there, there's some negativity there, obviously, that I've, I'm worried about. But you know, in, in this case, I think the positives outweigh the negatives, and uh, it, it's, it's some of these vaccines are new technologies that uh, using the messenger RNA. Uh, you know, they don't rewrite your genetics, but they train your immune system just like normally when you encounter a virus or bacteria. Uh, it recognizes the genetics of that material and makes antibodies and immune defenses against them. So, you know, that's something the immune system does anyway. It just expedites it. And, you know, this is one of the cleaner versions of a vaccine I've seen. So I'm eh, not really uh, worried about taking it. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of people that have come on board with this and even a lot of people in our industry that have come on board with this as well that I, I, I wasn't sure if they were actually going to because, you know, many of them are people that I, I just didn't think would ever, you know, do something along these lines. You know, they would actually, um, you know, they're the, they're the anti-vaxxers, but they're coming around to this because, like you said, they, they are different than I think what a lot of people are used to. Well, not only are they different, but a pandemic is different. You know, the world is largely shut down in areas. And, you know, for about a year, you know, and we have to get past this for everything to normalize. And it's not going to be done with wishful thinking. We heard that last year, the virus is going to go away magically and it's a political thing. And you know what? It hasn't gone away and it's still coming back in pockets. And the longer we let this linger, the more likely that these variants are going to spread around and be more dangerous and maybe not even... Uh, we might not even be protected by the vaccines with some of these variants. You know, it's important to shut it down when it's a once-in-a-century pandemic. Right, right. That's my opinion. You know, everyone has their own opinion. They're entitled. But, you know, I'm thinking that masks are, are valueless, and I've heard doctors say that. Well, they wear masks in the operating room. Why? To protect them and the patients. You know, and if I'm shopping in a grocery store... And I don't want to wear a mask, and that person isn't or can't be vaccinated for various reasons. You know, I, uh, I've got a friend who had a severe reaction to a vaccine, a flu uh, shingles vaccine, and you know, she's not going to get vaccinated. You know, she she doesn't think she can get, and her doctor doesn't think she can get be safely vaccinated. So, what happens to people like that? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. You Compassion, know. please. How did you do on your uh, on your vaccine? Did you have any complications? No. No, my left arm was it was sore. I couldn't sleep on that shoulder that night, but that was about it. You know, for yeah. about a day. That's pretty much. Well, what it wasn't I... super sore, just if I put pressure on it. That's pretty much what I heard from most everybody so far. Yeah. Nope, so. nope, no real problem. Uh, before we go any further. Um, a lot of people tuning in for the first time, um, not for maybe not familiar with Now Foods. You want to give me about a minute, a kind of an overview of Now Foods, and you know what makes them stand out in the industry? Yeah, uh, well, I was actually a customer of Now for years when I was a retailer uh, before I jumped over to Now in 1997, and 
uh, now is the largest family-owned company in the natural products industry. And being family-owned means the company can make decisions based on long-term goals, not short-term stock prices, based on the good of the company. And there's now about 40 family members who are shareholders. And you know some of them are on the board of directors, some aren't. But uh, we have teenagers who intern with the company to learn about the company that they own a piece of, for example. And being able to do the right things for the right reasons means we can double, we're, we're planning on doubling our production capacity this year because demand is so high due to the pandemic and demand for natural products, uh, supplements, and foods. And uh, you know, we, we don't have any debt. Our company is debt-free. Uh, we, we're not beholden to venture capital companies, pharmaceutical companies, or other large corporations that will tell us what to do. You know, the family decides what to do along with the board of directors. There are some outside directors, of course. And so we are producing products. Our, our focus is on quality, not marketing. Our prices are lower because of economies of scale, lower profits that we take, uh, good deals that we get from our suppliers. We're the number one purchaser of CoQ10 in North America. We're the number one purchaser of Pycnogenol. You know, it, it shows you that buying power gets passed on to consumers because our mission is providing value in products and services that empower people to lead healthier lives. And mm -hmm. what is value? The best quality for the best price. We have published uh, assay methods for quality and safety in the supplement industry. We have published reviews of products to show that uh, many products have been uh, don't meet the label claims, and we saw last month Amazon actually changed their policies because of this kind of testing wow. to restrict companies from selling products that are not properly tested and qualified. So we're trying to improve the quality, not just for our brand, for the whole industry. You know, today we're going to be talking about essential oils, and, you know, one of the interesting things about essential oils is I remember when I went back to school and, you know, they were we were talking about essential oils. I mean, I, I learned a lot and I mean I knew a decent amount but I I learned a lot and what the interesting thing that I did learn is that it's a very very large um, not just industry but a very large focus maybe not even as much at that point here in the United States but around the world essential oils are you know just thought of as you know a, a very very viable way uh, of getting things and your body healthy and healthier and all that kind of stuff and it's really well thought about around the world and I think here in this country people are still learning there's still the novelty of it but there's some amazing evidence um, and, and, and amazing success stories with essential oils and that they're not new obviously we know that no I mean essential oils go back to the ancient Egyptians thousands of years ago um, they're the scent components of plants so when you use herbs and spices, what do you think you're smelling? When, 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 you're, when you're smelling your food, you're, you're smelling the volatile oils, the lighter-than-air flavor compounds that are wafting through the air. That are, that are, uh, I mean, things are lighter than air. Think of clouds. Water is lighter than air in clouds. It's floating through the air. So you can have these, these liquids 
floating in the air because the composition of air with its nitrogen and oxygen and other components it, you know, can be, the air itself can be heavier than these, these light compounds, these volatile compounds that evaporate. So the things that evaporate are actually molecules that travel to your nose, hit receptors, and the scent receptors goes directly to the brain. You get immediate results. You get emotional memory, you get appetite, uh, positive or negative. You know, all, all these things that are happening when you smell something are a result of a physical sampling of molecules that are floating through the air. So having these volatiles that are extracted from botanicals, from plants, uh, primarily by steam distillation, you uh, put the fresh herb Typically, sometimes it's dried, but usually fresh, uh, often within 12 to 24 hours of harvest, so that you can get these volatile oils before they evaporate. And they are, when you apply steam and, and collect the steam, you can uh, cool it and it, it separates into oil and water. Now, the water is sometimes used in making cosmetics. It's called a hydrosol, and it does have some slight scent for the plant it was from. Uh, we'll see that in uh, some natural shampoos or, or things like that. And the oils then get uh, separated in a bottle. They're, they're physically separated in bottles. In a few cases, you distill out some unpleasant or unsafe compounds from them. There's a, there might be a secondary distillation to remove something. Or if you want to remove something commercially, like you want to have a natural menthol from peppermint. You could distill that out of the steam distilled whole peppermint oil. Uh, sometimes there's a nasty compound in there that you know that doesn't smell nice, or, or something somewhat toxic like in wintergreen that you might want to remove for certain purposes. But in general, that's that's it. You steam distill, you separate, you bottle. Now with citrus oils in particular, they're typically cold pressed. Uh, you take a say an orange peel and you wash it and you press it with stainless steel spiked roller and you press out the oil. So those oils are a little different. They're raw, for, for one thing. They're not uh, steam distilled. And there might be components in that oil that are not volatile, that will not evaporate. So if you put them in a diffuser, then at that point uh, you might have a little ring around the diffuser when it, when it goes down because some of the oils that are not as volatile, that it will not evaporate readily, might be pressed out and you're not capturing only the volatile oils. But so citrus essential oils are, are a little bit different from other essential oils because of the difference in processing. You know, I was talking to someone the other day and we the, the discussion came up on about using um full spectrum CBD and he was talking about it and how they were using isolates and things like that. And, you know, and I said, you know, I love mother nature. Mother nature puts everything together um, in something because maybe she wants us to use the entire plant that she created so beautifully. And he goes, well, I don't know about that. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, would you use lavender oil if it didn't have a smell? And he said, I, I don't think so because I like it because of the smell. And I said, okay. 
we were talking about terpenes and smells and stuff like this. I mean, but that that is a major reason why people use an essential oil. Obviously, there's some actual effects that you can use them on the skin and things like that. And, you know, they could be diluted down with oils and carrier oils. But isn't it true that we use essential oils because of the fragrance they're bringing to the table? Well, that's the obvious uh, connection why people like them, but they also like the effects of them. Sure. You know, so it's not just the smell, but lavender oil, for example, there's there's two major types. There's spike lavender, which is actually a different species, and there's the, the true lavender oil, Lavandula officinalis, or they actually changed the name. It's now Lavandula angustifolia. You know, sometimes the Latin names shift as uh, they get a little more sophisticated or try to standardize these things over time. But uh, even on the, if you look at the one, I mean, looking at these two major differences, uh, when I smell spike lavender, I smell more camphor, one of the components of lavender oil right. that's naturally in there. And in some versions of lavender oil, some uh, cultivars, you could get up to 6 8% camphor, and it smells kind of like eucalyptus oil, you know, or you know, it has a kind of that medicinal smell. Right. And when you think of lavender, the, the, the name of lavender goes back to lave, which is Latin for wash. So it, it's considered antiseptic, that you would wash with it, you would cleanse, you would sanitize with it. And you need these components in there to do that job. You know, it's not just the scent, but it's, uh, the scent indicates certain qualities. Now, some people prefer cultivars of lavender that just smell floral. They don't, they don't detect that camphory smell, that medicinal smell. And with that, you have the, you know, you, you have a, a possible functional difference between uh, different versions of the same oil. It could be labeled the same way on a bottle with a genus and species. But because it's a different cultivar, and uh, believe me, they have deliberately bred plants over generations to try to get these medicinal qualities out of lavender oil for the perfume industry. And some of the standards for essential oils from the uh, ISO, the Institute for Standardization, uh, that's based in France, are based on specific industry needs like the perfume industry. So some of their standards, if you have an ISO certified essential oil, is strictly for perfumery and not for aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. So it gets a little complicated there, I know, but uh, we have to consider that people are using ours for aromatherapy, not, not just for perfumes. You know, we're not selling it to a giant perfume company in France or, or, or somewhere in Europe where they're making these things and they want these purified scents. We, we want, the, like you said, the full spectrum. Right. We want something that contains these medicinal or, or therapeutic-type qualities. So we actually uh, have blends of cultivars and blends of batches so that there's some consistency uh, one thing that a lot of people don't realize, we're not just selling essential oils to consumers. We're selling them to personal care producers, people making shampoos, soaps, candles, all kinds of things. And they want some consistency batch to batch 
when they buy our lavender oil, when they buy our you know different oils. So uh, we actually have blended batches of lavender oil, blended batches of, of, of different things like that to have some consistency over time because just like a wine is going to be different every year, it's the same plants, the same soil, the same climate, but the weather and, uh, and the, the amount of sunlight and the rain and things like that, the uh, insects that feed on them that year, what if they have to spray them, all these things result in a different harvest that is noticeably different. So even if you have the same plants on the same farm, it can be different every harvest. And that's why blending makes sense so that we can provide some level of consistency to our customers that, that require this because they're actually using our products to produce their own products. I see. Now, one of the interesting things about um, using essential oils is that they can absolutely change the state of your of your mood. They can adjust the environment that you're in. I mean, they can help you focus. They can help you relax. They can help you uh, breathe more effectively. It's amazing. I, would you put them under categories, or they're just all under the essential oil category? Uh, we actually have categories of essential oils on our webpage, so... You can uh, choose one by its function. Uh, attributes would include, uh, or, or oil types, uh, there's blends and there's, there's singles. Uh, for, in terms of purpose, we, we talk about balance, energizing and uplifting, meditation, purifying and cleansing, relaxation, romance, or even seasonal. You know, we've we've been I've been on your program for for years, and a lot of times in December we talk about seasonal mm -hmm. blends like uh -huh. uh, things that smell like candy cane or ginger cookies or you know all kinds of things like that. We and, do. You know, and because of the uh, different qualities, you can also look at different things like are they woodsy? Are they sweet? Are they spicy? Are they minty? Are they floral? Do they smell camphorous? You know that. Do they have that medicinal smell? Like, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of people are used to uh, maybe putting some vapor rub in a, in a vaporizer. And what do you think the scent is in there? They're, they're using some kind of camphor or something like that that are in essential oils. Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of people use essential oils and diffusers kind of like that, open their breathing pathways. And we use essential oils ourselves in production. We use that for scent and for antiseptics in toothpaste and mouthwashes. We use it as scent agents in different lotions and, and personal care products, creams. Uh, we use essential oils, uh, you know, as as a way to flavor or scent products. So uh, we're doing that ourselves, and you know, sometimes they add a quality, like in a mouthwash. What do you think Listerine is? It's based on Thymol, which is an essential oil from thyme. spiced thyme, mm -hmm. T-H-Y-M-E. So, you know, even things that we're using every day like that, whether from mass market or from natural products companies like, our, like us, uh, there might be essential oils as a component of them that people don't even think about. Mm. You know, the... 
the interesting thing about about using essential oils, obviously diffusers. You guys make some of the the coolest diffusers. Um, and not only do they look good, but they work really, really well. Could you explain what a diffuser actually does? Because I think a lot of people think that there's a lot of heat involved, and you know, it's like plugging in those waxy candles and things like that. Uh, it's a completely different, completely different technology. Oh yeah! Nowadays we're using ultrasound instead of uh, heat mm-hmm. because, uh, for one thing, if you have a raw, raw oil like a orange, lemon, lime, those kind of things, they're raw. You're not changing the quality of them by boiling them in in a vaporizer or steaming them. So what, what happens is there's a ceramic plate that vibrates and makes bubbles and the chamber that has the water and a very thin layer of oil on there. There's usually five or ten drops of oil on top, just a very thin coating, uh, layering the top. And as the ultrasonic plate is vibrating rapidly, it's churning up bubbles and increasing the volume in that chamber and forcing a stream of vapor out through an orifice at the top. And that's, that's the basic way it works. So you're vibrating and bubbling and and increasing pressure by doing that to force a thin stream of vapor out the top. Now, as the vapor starts breaking the surface, each droplet gets enrobed or coated with a very, very thin layer of essential oil that carries that up in the air. And it's light enough to be carried up in the air. So you have the scent come out. You have the you could see the vapor coming out. If you put your hand over it, it's not going to burn you. It's not steam. If a, a kid or a pet spills it, they're not going to get burned. You know, obviously there might be you know a, a few drops of essential oil in there that can uh, maybe irritate the skin slightly or something. But you know, there's not the danger of a scalding hot thing spilling on them. So there's a safety issue as well. And they all have automatic cutoffs. They're designed. They, they've actually gone through a cycle run with water at the factory to make sure that they operate properly and shut off when the water runs low. Mm-hmm. So they, they have been tested at the factory. They're not just assembled and, and shipped out. You know, they're, they're made sure they work. They've got a warranty on them. There's a toll-free number. You can reach an office in Ohio that will... Uh, manufacturer that can troubleshoot if there's any problems. So, you know, it's all very above board and, and fairly easy to use. If you have a problem, the factory will ship out a new part or even a new unit if, if necessary and troubleshoot with you. So, you know, the store doesn't have to be involved in problems, you know. It, and, and some of the problems that we've seen that make people try to return a product when it's not really a bad product they put water in above the water mark and it doesn't work properly. They put too much oil on top and mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't function right if there's too thick of a blanket on top. Uh, you know, things like that are, are some of the issues. You can use tap water. Tap water actually works better than distilled water because it has more body for the ultrasound to work against. You know, it, it's kind of counterintuitive because people are used to the uh, – uh, vaporizers uh, where you want to use distilled water because it evaporates and leaves a scale of minerals. But in this case, that's actually a good thing. It helps the, it helps the uh, diffuser function. Huh. 
you know, somebody just chimed in and they said, I started listening to you guys around the holidays, like you mentioned years ago. And since then, I have broadened my, my essential oils hugely. I use them for almost everything, every mood, every condition. So glad you're touching on this today. Well, oh, cool. great. Yeah, that's I, cool. I mean, you can absolutely use it for mood. You know, there there are things that are mood elevating or calming or energizing. You know, and, and people use, say, peppermint oil. You know, just op- open some peppermint and smell it for uh, getting 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 energized. You have a test coming up. You need to be more alert mm-hmm. or something. You know, there, there's ways to do that to use the essential oils for that. And yeah. they're in things like our our deodorants and all kinds of things. You know, if you start reading labels, you'd be surprised when you start seeing certain oils in things, and they're essential oils. They might be not be called essential oils on the label, but if you see orange oil, you know, and it lists the botanical name and things like that, it is typically an essential oil. You know, I got to tell you, uh, when I was back at school, and this was a while back and I was in the library every night. One of my friends um, who was hugely into essential oils said, you need to bring rosemary with you. And I said, why? And he goes, every time you start getting fatigued, just open it up and take a little smell of the rosemary. And so of course I'm going to do it. I'm going to try everything. And uh, I could not believe the difference. I mean, it just like opened up a door that was shut. It just seemed like everything, you know, just got really clear. And I became a big believer in rosemary. Uh, when I'm studying and working on stuff and I've got programs and things that have to be done, I put it in the diffuser in my studio. That's what I put in there. And um, so, I mean, it, it's amazing. People are going to hit and miss and try things, but I think people are going to find that for the most part, they're going to get a benefit from every one and probably benefits in areas you didn't even know about. Yeah, I mean, we, we use rosemary oil as a preservative mm-hmm. in some of our oil products. So... You know, rosemary oil is a well-known uh, preservative uh, that prevents against oxidation of oil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it is quite amazing. Now, now, talk a little bit about carrier oils and why essential oils need to be diluted. Um, you know, because let's say you're going to be using them on the skin in certain areas, some kind of oils or rubbing them into a joint or, you know, using them on the skin, you need a carrier oil. What is a carrier oil? Well, a carrier oil are oils like almond oil, olive oil. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of them that we sell. Uh, apricot, avocado, castor oil, co- liquid coconut oil, uh, even grapeseed oil, jojoba oil, sesame oil, and what, what happens is essential oils are very, very, very concentrated. And when you want to use them as a scent in a product, let's say you want to scent uh, uh, an almond oil, because okay. almond oil is refined. When you, when you have an oil that is used as a carrier oil, we're typically talking about refined oils. And what does refinement mean? It means they have been filtered through clay, to remove impurities and solids. They have been exposed to steam to kind of blast the scent away because you don't want to overwhelm the essential oil that you're adding to it with the scent of the original material. And -hmm. it also takes away off odors and things like that that might be present in the original oil. 
So these are not crude, unrefined oils. These are refined oils. And, and we actually get a number of bad reviews for our almond oil because it doesn't smell like almonds. And it's only going to smell like almonds if it's unrefined, which is going to mean there's going to be grit and stuff in there, and it's not going to be really nice on the skin if it's an unrefined oil. But uh, they also expect the scent. And we would have to literally add the scent back in with almond essential oil uh, if we were, or an almond flavoring or something like that to make it smell like almond. So people complain they expect it to smell like almond, but it doesn't. But that's not really why it's sold. It's sold as a really nice base for massage oils or, or skin oils or things like that. Uh, and because of that use, you do not want unrefined oils. You know, there, there's too much solids and grits and, and things you don't want in there for the skin. So when you're adding essential oils to scent one of these products, the typical range of uh, essential oil percentage that you want to add is between 1% and 3% of the total. So if you have... Uh, Say an ounce is about 600 drops of oil, roughly. So you would add six drops to that, up to 18 drops of essential oil to an ounce of a carrier oil, per ounce of carrier oil. Would be a normal range of trying to scent a product. And as you see, if you're only using a single-digit percentage of an essential oil, and it smells like what you want it to smell like in mixed in with all this other volume with 90, you know, 98, 99% sometimes of a carrier oil, uh, it's pretty strong scent. And some of these oils are so strong they would literally burn your skin if you put them on meat or, or undiluted. And most oils are not recommended to apply to the skin undiluted. Uh, lavender oil has been used that way. Uh, and is one of the few that might be relatively safe to do that way, uh, to just apply it to the skin. But, it, you know, we don't recommend that. Uh, we think it's safer to use a carrier oil. But there's other oils that are not as safe. And some things, like people will use, uh, say, eucalyptus oil or certain things on, uh, on their nails or their cuticles, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's not exactly the same as spreading it all over your skin. And some parts of the skin, are, are as we know, are, are far more sensitive than others. You get around the eyes or, or certain other sensitive areas. Okay. A uh, question just came in. It says, it seems like there's a controversy today about using essential oils internally. I would love to get Neil's take on that. Well, there's actually regulations on that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, we just looked up... Uh, our, some of our citrus oils, and they were all food grade. Now, we don't label them that way. And one problem is that the FDA in the United States requires you to pick a single category. If you're labeling it for aromatherapy, you cannot have something on the label saying it's food grade. Uh. It's illegal. Now, there is a way to do that, and we've been trying for a year or two. Uh, to get FDA approval to have a dual label. You'll see dual labels on stuff like Epsom salts where it might have a recipe for putting it in the bath and it has a recipe for using it as a laxative, for example. Right. But that's very rare and it requires FDA approval. 
So you can't just slap that on a label and do that. People do. Many companies do. It's illegal. Uh, some of our largest competitors have gotten warning letters from the FDA telling them this is not a legal label. You cannot make that claim. So that's the first rule. Uh, first of all, the if you want to call it a food, because food grade and being a food product are two different things. True. We have food grade orange oil. We bottle it. It's got now it's food grade because it was produced in a food facility, and it meets the definition of of the food flavoring. Because it's got to be basically it's got to be a flavoring agent if you use it as a food, and it's got to be delivered in the amount that is used in flavoring a food. So if the amount of say peppermint oil to make a mint is a hundredth of a drop, a twentieth of a drop, whatever. That's the amount that you have to say is your serving size. How do you have a serving size of a twentieth of a drop? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if you have a cup of, of mint tea and uh, you're looking at how much, you know, essential oil is in there or something, you know, and it takes 20 cups of tea to equal one drop of essential oil maybe 30 cups of tea to equal a drop of essential oil. See, that's how concentrated this is. Nobody's going to be drinking 20 or 30 cups of tea a day uh, you know, if they have any you know, common sense. Uh, but that's what putting one drop in your water will do. Um, we've, we have had cases of people coming to us and saying, I put a drop of peppermint oil in my water every day, drank it, and in a month later I was in the hospital and my stomach was in bad shape because the the menthol had stripped away my mucous membrane in my stomach and I'm starting to get ulcers or whatever. You know, that's how strong these oils are. So it, it, it's not just is it the right oil, is it processed in a food-registered facility using food GMPs, good manufacturing practices, but is it delivered at the right dose? And in most cases, you cannot say yes. You can't just say one drop of this oil, put it in your food or water, and drink it every day. You might be causing health problems. And it might be illegal because you have to label it that way. Now, in Canada, there's four different ways to label essential oils. There are some traditional uses for internal use and a few with specific uses. But then you have different labels on all your products. And there's no consistency in the line, and that's confusing, too. So we don't even do that in Canada where we're selling essential oils. We do the aromatherapy route. Okay. So you have to label it for aromatherapy. If you call us, we can tell you which ones are food grade. If you look on our web page, we have FAQs showing that. But we cannot label it that way, and we can't say that putting a drop in food or water is safe. In most cases, it is not. It's maybe dozens of times stronger than what would be the level used for flavoring of food, which is how you define it being a food product. You can't just put a nutrition label on it or a supplement label on it and not follow all the other regulations. Mm -hmm. And people do. Well, you know... They think things that are always natural, you can do anything you want with them, you know, and that's kind of the mentality out there. I think people are learning a little bit more that, you know, that 
you got to follow the rules or at least do your homework. There are toxins in nature, and I've had uh, congressmen and doctors throw that at me, that just because it's natural doesn't mean it's safe. And they're right. You know, I'm, sometimes they're being obnoxious, making a, a point that is kind of off base but from what we're talking about. But, you know, when we, when we have safety record of something, that's different, you know. But, uh, you know, I've, I've had people throw that at me, you know. Well, there's, there's toxins and poisons in nature, so being natural isn't always safe. Well, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the safety of this product that's been in safety studies, toxicology studies, all kinds of things. And we know it's safe. Another question. A lot of people like to combine things, and they like to make their own creations, if you will. Um, and there's even some great recipes that you've put together on the Now Foods page there where people can pick up a couple different things and formulate wonderful, beautiful smells. And, boy, I bet there's some uh, a lot of experimenting to make those work. <laughs> Well, there are, and, you know, we do have uh, three oil chemists on staff. Uh, one of them has been with us about 20 years, and, uh, you know, he, he's, he's the guy I go to if there's any real hard technical questions that I can't answer. And, you know, and uh, but, but there's a couple other chemists working with him on these things. And, you know, we, we develop these recipes, and we post them, and some of them are so popular. We, you know, we've had recipe cards, tear-off cards that stores can put up and things like that even. But some of them are so popular, we came out with them as actual products. Uh, so, you know, first we have a recipe and we, and we distribute it. And then there's a clear the air. There's a cheer-up buttercup. There's the holiday recipes. And some of them are so popular that, and there's so much demand that we actually came out with the blend as a product. Now, mm. our, our essential oil blends are blends of 100% pure essential oil, so they're not mixed with a carrier oil. We do have a different kind of blend, which is a, where on the front panel of the label it will show it's 10% uh, glutansy oil, it's 20% frankincense oil, it's 7.5% jasmine absolute or, you know, things like that. We have a, a oil of oregano, 25%, that's in jojoba oil. But we also sell a pure uh, oil of oregano as well, oregano oil, we call it. So you can buy the pure, you could buy it diluted, or actually it's not jojoba oil. It's, uh, in that particular case, it's... Uh, organic olive oil we're using as a base. Hmm. So, you know, we have different ways to do it, but it's always labeled. It's always going to be the pure essential oils unless we list a carrier oil and a percentage on the front panel. You know, I, I find that the more people start to dabble with essential oils, the more interested they get in them. And if you see a result, you know, I, I have a mom and she mixes up her own chest rubs for her kids. And, you know, she was one of the ones from my age bracket that used to use the Vicks, you know, but she uses things like calendula. Um, she gets a, a pure calendula and then coconut oil and adds some um, eucalyptus oil and different things. And she uses a lot of your products and she mixes them up. And when the kids are sick, she rubs it up their neck and on their chest to help them breathe better and you know, it, it's it's quite amazing. You know, when you get into it, you really see the the worth of essential oils. 
Yeah, we even created our own that comes in a, a small a tin-type tub, a chest rub relief. Mm-hmm. And it's made with natural oil. It's based. Uh, the base is sunflower and olive oil with uh, coconut oil and beeswax. But then it's got camphor, menthol, eucalyptus oil, uh, thyme oil, uh, tea tree oil, rosemary oil, and nutmeg oil. So, you know, it has the right uh, aromatics. And, and you know, with the mint and, and eucalyptus, you get the cooling and the camphor, you get the heating, you know, so you get that that effect you're looking for. Well, you know, like a vapor rub, you know, just a natural version of a vapor rub, not using petroleum products. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I like the availability of being able to uh, create my own stuff and, you know, you did mention something which I think is really important, and, and knowing this, I think, is even more important. You know, a little bit goes a very, very long way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, if, if we're using 3% of essential oil in a, uh, any kind of product where that's a scent, that, that's actually a, at the high end of the percentage you use. So, you know, you don't need that much. You know, that goes a long way, you know. Like I said, if you're putting uh, one ounce of uh, carrier oil is about 600 drops, and you're putting six to 18 drops of essential oil in that, you know that's not a lot. No, it's very, very, very little. Uh, anything you want to say? I can't believe this time went so fast. Uh, anything you want to say in closing about essential oils? Yeah, I mean we're we're a large company buying from. Uh, Typically, the distillers who are providing the perfume industry with ingredients. So this is kind of an offshoot of the perfume industry. And that's where this came from. When I, when I started in this industry in the 70s, we didn't really have essential oils other than one or two maybe. Uh, not like we have today. We had perfumes. And perfumes have gone away mostly and been replaced by essential oils. And even large companies like Oracacia, one of our uh, competitors, a very good company, uh, you know, they went from mostly perfumes to mostly essential oils today. You know, so it is morphed. But the model for the essential oil industry of being these high-priced perfume-like products with this mystique and packaging and sampling and everything uh, is, is really infiltrated the essential oil market. So unlike our competitors, we don't have fancy cabinets and we don't have huge markups on our products. We don't mark it up like a perfume. And we treat it a little differently, but we make sure every oil is tested to be pure and meets the specifications, the identity. Mm -hmm. You know, and thank you for that. I do appreciate it. I have a great day. Um, take care of yourself. Um, are you on the road? Are you going to be leaving soon? No, we still have a company travel ban, and I'm hoping to get on the road maybe late summer or fall. Uh, who knows? Okay. Well, we're back on the road again, so it uh, felt kind of good to be out there. So I, I, I will enjoy people for you. <laughs> yes. Well, I talk to plenty of people, but uh, I hope you stay safe and of that uh, all around you are. Please stay hard on Marge and the gang for me. Appreciate them. I sure will, Neil. You have a wonderful day. My best to your family. Thank you. Neil Levin, my guest today, representing Now Foods. 
you need to check out the essential oils. If you've ever smelled some inferior oils before, you know a lot of them don't really have the smell. Let me tell you what, the Now Foods, they are strong, they are potent, they are rich, they are clean, they are pure. Um, and you need very little to get the job done. You can always go to the Now Foods webpage and you can download under their essential oils uh, recipes and mixtures and blends. And then you'll know what to pick up to get the desired end result of the mixture. But um, they've made it really fun and really created a lot of ideas for you to use essential oils. And then pick up your oils at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. You'll find them on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston at 840 South Rancho Drive, right near Smith's. Same location they've been in the whole time. They're in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, and they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They do it right every day. The most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, the greatest selection of the highest quality products. It's a fully packed store with the best of the best and all of it in a full service environment to make you feel comfortable, get the answers to your questions, have great dialogues, and leave with great peace of mind. They're so good at what they do, and they've made it a, a wonderful for everybody to be able to learn more and zoom in on their individual situation of their health. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494, and you can arrange curbside service, mail order services. Have your order prepared for you to swoop in and pick it up or come in and shop in the store Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, and closed on Sunday. You can print coupons at their webpage, which is stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can enter your email address for future newsletters and communications, and you can listen to any of the radio show broadcasts that are on their webpage as well. Remember to always ask what the basket of the month is, and you can fill out a slip, and you can actually start um, possibly winning some of those baskets. This month is Garden of Life. Don't forget Irwin Naturals still having their special. Buy any Irwin Naturals product. Get a free Irwin Naturals product from a great selection of products. It's a great way to get a wonderful, super product, sometimes really expensive product, just for buying your normal Irwin Naturals product. Have a great day, everyone. Do something great. Stay healthy. Call someone you haven't heard from in a while. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.